This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, the heroes must parlay with a deadly enemy. Because it's not your fort. And if you want to get in and you want to hold it, you're going to need us. And put their trust in orcs. For nobodies. That's, that's what I need to take over the fort. Tell me why I shouldn't have my men kill you right now. Hand me my scimitar, I'll show you. <laughs> it all. Wouldn't you rather have some Five Kings Mountain whiskey? Comes down. I'm Umlo. <laughs> <laughs> to the dice. Roll the diplomacy check. The adventure continues now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to episode 62 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's your boy, Grant Berger, a.k.a. Baron Redheart. I want to say thanks to everyone for sending in requests for Baron haikus. I've sent them out. Some of them have made their international destinations, but not their local ones. Uh, I had trouble getting one to Washington, D.C., but some ended up in Canada and elsewhere. So let us know. Email us at glasscannonpodcast at gmail.com and at the very least, I will email you the haiku I wrote for you. I would love to send it to you in postcard form, but if you don't want to wait and you just want to know the sage wisdom and advice of an old dwarf, a young dwarf, I'm only 50, uh, let us know. And guys, I want to let you know that you should keep sending in entries to our contest from the last two weeks and be sure to follow us at Glass Cannon Pod on Twitter to find out how to enter and when each contest ends. I also want to give another big thank you to our friends at NerdsOnEarth.com. They post about our new episodes every week with a great write-up for everyone, and their website is full of great content for any kind of nerd you may be. Also, please keep spreading the word about us to your friends, your gaming groups, total strangers on the street. You know that word of mouth can go a long way in keeping us moving up the charts to the moon. Anyway, this is a pretty big episode, so I don't want to keep you all waiting. Without further ado, here's episode 62, General Admission. I feel like we learned a lot about each other last week. <laughs> yeah. Maybe too much. Character-wise. <laughs> Things that you yourselves didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, that woman knew a lot about us. That was freaky. Uh, Blame the mists. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Are the mists, have we ever heard of that before? Is that like a thing that a lot of soothsayers say? Or is that like... Have we never heard that? The as only characters? other oracle that, at least in this adventure that you've come across, is Katrezra. And he had like weeping sores because when Exposure he was. To the... Yeah, I think he was a thrall for a while. Yeah, with he was. A, yeah. Similar to her. She's been tossed around. He yeah. was. And uh, he got his powers by like sort of, I think it was volcanic bursts. Yeah. Burned his skin. And that's what gave him these powers vapors, of sight. Yeah. Uh, the vapors. The, um, so it's not too uncommon, you would think, for her to, but in this did case. Did Katrezra ever use the term the mists? No, Is, no. Uh, okay. So yeah. it might be kind of unique to her. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the only uh, type of magic I'm familiar with is. Your magic handbanger? That and, <laughs> and uh, we tried this in, in another game, uh, scrying to like find out my son in another game's location. Is that similar to that or does it have its own mechanic or is it made up? For uh, is it arcane? I think is basically yeah. what he's asking. Right. No, I think it's more um, 
Divine. It's divine. If she's yeah. an oracle, yeah, it, it would be divine. It is, right? Yeah, it's 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 definitely divine. So but, the power comes from the god rather than from magical energies yeah. themselves. Well, the uh, and then the but the mystery is the oracle's mystery is tied to that. Right. Right. It's like what what they have like the curse they bear right. in exchange for and the that's sight. What, <laughs> they have these things called like an oracle's curse. Some oracles have curses that mean X, Y, and Z, and then they have revelations. Right, right, right. I mean, in or- talk about in a fun advanced advanced class. class. Yeah. Yeah. Oracle. Yep. Um, you know, I was you- I was thinking about playing one in another game, and then uh, certain people were saying we needed a cleric to heal it. <laughs> you always need a cleric. <laughs> I always need a cleric. But an oracle, you know, it's a what would you call it? A support buffer. Buffer debuffer. It's kind of like a, it's it's along the lines of a witch. It's a it's a cleric offshoot though. It can it can yeah. channel. Yeah, yeah. It's also very customizable. Yeah, like you make it. Your oracle is your own oracle in every way. They're so weird and different from each other. That's yeah. a class. I think I, I could get into playing an oracle. Just reading her. You have to yeah. be super Stuff. weird. You got to be weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I thought about it too. I thought about it for for this. Like if uh, the worst should happen, uh, we should hopefully we'll inspire uh, legions of oracles to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Pathfinder world for our <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Um, so whew, that was an episode and a half. We learned, I mean, it was all role-playing. You guys rolled, Lork rolled a couple failed perception checks. I think there was a sense <laughs> motive check, but yeah. I barely, barely I heard any dice Wouldn't rolls. be an episode without Lork failing a few rolls. <laughs> uh, we give them what they want, Joe, uh, what they come to expect. So, you know, you guys came here, you had you fought the patrol outside of the fort, then you really got a sense of how the fort matched up to the map by Galabras flying invisible and doing a swoop over. Then, really cool moment, I still love listening back to it, you guys go climb over the wall, land, go up to the sewer grate, Lork just ah, rips it off, yeah, you guys cool. go through there, fight this ooze situation, luckily nobody gets sick. Because uh, there was some filth fever in that. Oh, uh, disease. That's what it was. That stuff. Yeah, it was dis- a disease uh, that you all saved on. You climb upstairs, doors everywhere. Right, left, left, right. You guys go left. You go down a long hallway. You find an empty bunk room that looks like it hasn't been used in a while, but footprints going back and forth. Sentries, people on a watch. You climb the stairs. Surprise, two ogre kin. You have a plan this is what we're gonna do we're gonna hold them and the plan goes awry within seconds because they're they did like 30 damage to lork almost killed brutal you guys 40 take 40 sorry <laughs> you guys take them out and then ingrahild who had abandoned you to go after umlo after hearing him in the distance sensing his presence tells you droja this woman she doesn't say droja but she tells you you have to follow me let's lose a secret from lork's past you go down there and then Talk about Oracle Revelations. Yeah. It's the mirror of Galadriel. And now you're being brought for a parlay with the quote-unquote self-styled general of this orc tribe, General Kargik. He peeks his head out. He looks like this. I'll put that on the tumbler. That's a stat block. That's, uh, <laughs> well, that's not right he's at a, all. He's two columns Wait, hold on. Let me see it closer. <laughs> he looks like this. Oh. oh, wow. Oh, so tough. And he's, yeah. he's <laughs> played, one of those tough orcs. He's played by, <laughs> he's played by Ron Perlman. Oh, oh nice. Oh, Perfect. Oh, right. boy. Nice. But uh, you see that Skyrim helmet? That's oh, yeah, yeah. horns. Yeah. I mean, badass armor, a big-ass sword. He peeks his head out, says some words. And he's like, all right, let him in. 
turns around, says, take their weapons, goes back in the tent. Eight orcs leering at you. They say, all right, you heard the general. Hand over your weapons, boy, girl, old man, dwarf. Their hands are out. And Droja is just uh, Lork, silent. Lork will take the lead. He'll, he'll unbuckle uh, Gorham's thorn in its sheath off his back and hand it over. And just look at the orc who takes it and be like, I'm coming back for that. And then he'll take the, he's got a, his bow, obviously, hands it over. And then unclips, he's got a, uh, a light flail on his belt that he hands it over. <laughs> okay. What he doesn't hand over is Brynja's love tucked Ooh. inside his armor. Which we've still never oh, that's used. That's like around his neck, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. I, uh, I hand over my crossbow. And then if they're still <laughs> looking at the hammer, it's like, you wouldn't deny... Uh, a carpenter is simple stone hammer, would you? <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Hand I... over the war hammer, or we'll use it on your face, and the three of them will go in alone. <laughs> Galabras, hand it over. All right. I'm so reluctant to do this, but I like, I hand it to him. And if he takes it, it's just, he has to like tug at it to like finally just, uh, like force my hand like off. Calabras hands over what could possibly be one of the strongest magical items in the known universe yep. to this dumb orc guard, <laughs> and the orc is like <laughs> looks at it, doesn't pay too much. He has no idea. Exactly, the they don't know. Yeah, uh, they yeah. don't know. I mean, it looks, it doesn't look like anything. No, it Because it looks like a stone, like a stone age tool. (laughs) He kind of like, he he raises it like he's going to hit you, like, psych. Doesn't do anything. Does does Glavers flinch? No, Uh, I do not. Roll a not flinch check. Okay. (laughs) 40. What's your flinch skill? 40. Yeah. (laughs) I I didn't hear the die hit the table. I used the app. (laughs) Uh, They're looking now at Della and Baron. Della hands over her longbow. And then she unstraps both scimitars. What's uh, a little girl like you doing with such fine forged steel? Not killing you right now, I suppose. Oh, we got a feisty one, don't we? Come on, dwarf, hand it over. So Baron undoes the knuckle duster on his knuckles. and <laughs> <laughs> Knuckle duster sounds like a weird sex act. <laughs> well, he does. Give the old knuckle duster. <laughs> After the vasectomy, that's all that comes out. Oh, and so. Collar pull. He reaches over his shoulder and kind of removes his hat so he doesn't take it off a little bit and pulls over his dwarven war axe and hands it to him. Okay, uh, Della is also holding her dagger beneath her beneath her armor. Uh, roll a sleight of hand yeah. to have them not notice something that they have most likely never seen before, or bluff, or bluff. Let me just. I think sleight of hand is more like you're just. That's, that's characteristically, and I'm trained in it, and. Oh, oh no! Oh, no, you don't automatically fail though on skill checks. <laughs> so I'm assuming um, it was, it a, was a natural one. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Uh, a nine. What's that thing? Oh, shit. oh boy! What's that? Is that a? Uh, is that where you hide your uh, your potions? What is that thing? Yes, it's where I hide my potions. <laughs> I'm Umlo. <laughs> uh, 
Go with the umlaut. Tell them who you are. Do you know who I am? I'm umlaut. I don't know what that is, but you seem loath to let it go. Hand it over. I say, all right. Baron hands over. Perhaps the only gun <laughs> in Galarian. But wouldn't you rather? <laughs> but wouldn't you rather have some Five Kings Mountain whiskey? What's that? I got some of the finest whiskey ever distilled on this earth. He's he's got the gun in his hand. He's turning it over, looking in. He's got the gun pointed. <laughs> he has no idea what it does. Put hand on the trigger like he's gonna pull it. What is this say? whiskey? You say? Hmm. I'll, I'll I'll do a trade for you. Let me see this whiskey. I pull out. I uh, I still have it. Actually, you've tossed it to me. I'm assuming uh, in the 20 <laughs> minutes that went by afterwards. Let me see that whiskey. He grabs it out of your hand. Takes a swig. All right, you got yourself a deal. I don't even know what this stupid thing is. He throws it on the ground. It goes off. <laughs> uh, so he hands you the gun back. He takes I, the whiskey. I calmly take it. I don't like. And they the all start story. like fighting over it, ah, fighting over the whiskey. Beautiful. Uh, so Baron <laughs> has the gun. That's nice. my special whiskey too. I, I, that'll all be gone. That's my only memory of the home <laughs> distillers. Yeah, of the family that probably. I, I, your name is Baron Jones. What if I'm just like, what, what if I'm just a little person imported from East Texas that somehow yeah. ended up in Galeria? Yeah, yeah. Not even Maybe. a dwarf. Not even a dwarf. Maybe um, you're Baron Davis. I don't mm. know what he's up to lately. The, uh, the orcs step aside. Not basketball. And let you in, uh, checking you, eyeballing you all the way in. Eight of them. The guys are weaponless. You walk up the stairs. Droja behind you. Barry Connick Jr. Barry Connick Jr. Oh, there's a fucking bear in this head. That's insane. <laughs> they're all eyeballing the bear, but they're not, uh, they don't care about the bear. Uh, I'll tell him not to kill you. Is that all right? Watch out for your Don't brother. kill him. <laughs> Look at Barry Connick Jr. <laughs> that bear makes one wrong move. We'll all kill him. He'll be fine. Guys walk into the tent. Just uh, don't listen to him talk. Or it sing. is. Galabras, you notice immediately this is the largest tent that you, you've seen when you were flying above this tent is, obviously, it's the general. It's uh, hardly ornate, but uh, it's, it's a little more well-kempt than Droja's tent, which is like, you know, what you would assume a, soothta- a soothsayer's tent would look like in an orc encampment. Uh, <laughs> I've seen a lot of those, and yeah. it did look exactly like that. <laughs> you see one, you see them all. This, this, this one's—it's ju- jutting right out of the wall, so it's very safe on you know on one side. There's a tapestry, a beautiful tapestry, hanging on the rear wall of the tent. Um, Stolen, certainly. <laughs> Tapestries, <laughs> and uh, not a throne, but a, a, a makeshift uh, sort of seat of power that uh, Kargak is sitting on. He says, go, come in, come in. So, Droja tells me that you have infiltrated my fort and uh, want to speak with me. That sounds fair. I'm always up for a good talk. First question, tell me why I shouldn't have my men kill you right now. Because it's not your fort. I don't see you inside. I see you outside. And if you want to get in, 
and you want to hold it, you're going to need us. Oh, really? I'm going to need four unarmed uh, heroes. That's what I'm going to need. When I've got an army of orcs outside, 30 plus orcs, I need four nobodies. That's, that's what I need to take over the fort. How many heroes you got in those 30? I've got plenty, and I've got myself. You seem quite capable, but it's not just strong arms and good forged steel that's going to help you inside there. There's spirits in that place. You know it as well as I do. Ah, my men talk of spirits, sure. I just think it's things that go bump in the night, nothing to... Nothing to be too worried about. It's all tomfoolery. It's those damn ogrekin. You know the ghosts are there. You feel it. I am a man of devotion, and I carry within me divine power. Oh, and 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 who do you uh, who do you worship, boy? I, I worship the goddess Desna. Oh, Desna, now there's the seat of power, a butterfly! <laughs> you have entered a house of Gorm. Strength, war, power. You take your butterflies and play in the esque when I throw your carcass in there. Physical strength is little use against the spirit realm. I have experience in this area. I can purge this place. Purge this place. What of you, little girl? What brings you here in this world of men? Hand me my scimitar, I'll show you. <laughs> so you're good with a good with a blade, is what you're saying. So if I put you up against uh, six or seven giants by yourself, you're gonna spin that blade to victory? Let's see. You'll be torn limb from limb in a matter of minutes. They have to touch me first. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> Aye, we all do. She's got spirit. Well, if I let any of live, it'll be her. <laughs> Droja, you might have some competition for concubine. He slaps her on the ass. Oh, gross. Oh, Jesus. What a creep. Lork is going to say, Your man, your man that took my blade, tell him to come in here. Tell him to bring in the weapon. I want to show you something. And I won't even touch it. My man that took your blade. Tell him to bring it in here. <laughs> Palva! Palva, get in here! One of the orcs comes up. Who's, who took the uh, halfie's blade? Uh, oh, hold on, I'll get it. He comes up, comes back with Gorm's thorn. I look at him and I say, hand it to him, to the general. General looks at it. I tell him to unsheathe it. Ah. <sighs> I know orc forged steel when I see it, and a symbol of Gorham to boot. He is my god as well. I've grown up following the way of battle for a long time, and I know, as well as any orc here, how hard giants are to fight. So here's what I'm telling you. You have a great combination here between the girl and the cleric who can take out the spirits, and fighters of Gorham, me with you, who can take out the giants. I've been fighting giants for decades. I know their weaknesses. They're my favorite enemy. <laughs> <laughs> and if we can get through them first, we'll be able to take the fort once and for all. Grinseldeck is weak. Now's the time to strike. 
Panther deck is weak. That is true. What say you, dwarf? You're awfully quiet over there. <clears throat> I'm surprised my men didn't just kill you and let the rest of your friends come in for being a filthy, filthy dwarf. I got a body count larger than all your little peckers drawn in a line one by one, and I'm here to kill giants. You're to kill giants. So you all want to kill giants and cleanse spirits and all this? Roll a diplomacy check. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to do it? I'm going to do it. Who's going to aid? I will aid. Uh, and I'm going to give myself a bit of luck. And I'm going to cash in one of my bottle caps. <laughs> all right. Four rolls. Uh, roll a sense motive. Galabras to begin with, unassisted. Uh, 26. No, 27. You get the sense from the entire time that he's talking, whether I've portrayed it or not, that uh, all this bravado that he puts forth, uh, he is, there's a lack of control there. And you know from what Droja said that he has a, a tenuous hold at best on his camp. That's going to give you at least a plus two to your diplomacy check. Okay. Plus other bonuses that I'm giving you for good role playing. Okay. <laughs> uh, Della aids, by the way. I will okay. tell you right now, it is an incredibly high DC. Okay. <laughs> this guy um, is hostile. So how many rolls are you getting? Three? Uh, four. Four, nice. Well, well uh, um, is there any way that I can aid... I mean, based on the Gorm stuff and the battle stuff and the bravado that I showed, is there any way that I can aid with intimidate? Uh, you probably don't want to intimidate him. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's a different style of diplomacy. You know what I mean? Like, sure, it's saying, sure. It's saying that I'll, I can go in and fight. It's not like honeyed words. It's like... You're showing your strength. Showing your muscle. Showing yeah. your strength. Sure. Yeah. So you and can, it's just for an aid. Aid him know? with your intimidate check. That's fine. Okay. And... Uh, Della, you're how are how are you aiding? You you Diplomacy. used words. Uh, you didn't. If if you had your scimitar in hand, I'd let you maybe aid with a. I mean performance. I would say like, I could perform if you want, but I I rolled the diplomacy. I, yeah, I, I think aided. you should do diplomacy and Baron straight up words. So, all right. Uh, see, let's see if you aid him first. He's already got a plus two, plus whatever else I'm giving him. Lork aids him. Lork aids him plus four. I Del- just rolled it. Della aids plus six. Baron. Oh no aid. I'm Umlo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you've got a plus six based on And just... what is your diplomacy bonus? Uh, my diplomacy bonus is plus nine. So right now you're walking, working with a plus 15, and you're using bit of luck and a bottle cap. So that's four rolls? Yeah, four rolls. Okay. Four yeah. rolls. We got to get this. is a huge diplomacy. Two bottle okay. caps. Three bottle caps. I'm going to roll one at a time. Uh, I rolled a 15, uh, plus nine, plus six, so... 30. 30. You made it. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> the first one! Ah, <laughs> nice. I'll get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just goes to show you, Desna's divine hand. It was DC yeah. 28. 
Wow. Oh, it was wow. DC 28, and I gave you a plus four for your role playing. Wow. Uh, so wow. you actually crushed it. So does it. that come from, is it DC 25 plus his charisma modifier, or is something close to that? Yeah, I mean, that's what it is to go from uh, hostile to in, indifferent. Right. And he doesn't even like us yet. He's just yeah, indifferent. He's just like, right. He doesn't want to murder us on the spot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you know, you caught him at a time where he, he, you know, he, he can't control the situation anymore and he doesn't, you know, if, if you believe what Droja says, he doesn't have the courage himself to make a run on the fort. He's like, ah, speak of Grinseldeck. Grinseldeck, that fool, she's retreated to her private chambers where she spends her time just sulking in abject depression or throwing violent tantrums, all the while ignoring the tribe that she brought together. Without her leadership, morale has collapsed. And although the fort's hill giants remain loyal to Grenseldeck for now, infighting has begun between my orc tribe and these stupid ogres that she subjugated. So you're here to help. I, you're here to... Take out Grinseldeck. Take out these giants. Take out these ogres. That's why I'm here. You have my word. We have a common enemy. Our meeting is fortuitous. I want this fort. What do you want? I want Grinseldeck dead. Why? She launched an attack on my city that resulted in the death of my son, and I'll have my revenge. So you came all this way from uh, Trunau, as Drosha tells me, for revenge. The four of you and your bear came miles, miles along orc-infested country just for revenge. Bullshit. Why are you here? I'm not speaking for them. I'm speaking for me. I used them to get here. I needed the help to get through the lines. You have no idea... How far I'll go for revenge. If you weren't an orc, I'd have more trouble disbelieving you. <laughs> what about you, girl? You are way out of your league. You say you can swing a scimitar, great. I'm sure you'll hold your own. But why are you here? What brings you to Red Lake Fort? I follow my friends. I was stuck in a plane. I was stuck in a tree. All this is interesting to me. <laughs> Even you. I have no idea what you're talking about. Who's going to give me a straight answer here? You, dwarf. Why are you here? You're looking for riches? You're looking for gold? Because this is my fort. You're uh, kind of using a stereotypical view of dwarves here. I'm here because <laughs> I love to kill. We're here for the thriller battle, eh? Yes. Okay. And, and you, young man, butterfly boy, what brings you to Red Leg Fort if none of your friends are going to tell me the real answer? Well... First of all, thank you for uh, quoting the title of one of my favorite Shonen Knife songs, Accidentally. <laughs> and second... You're welcome. <laughs> I am... <laughs> that is a good song. What second, song? <laughs> butterfly Boy. Hey, you, say you, you're a butterfly. Anyway, all right. Um, I am here to preserve the only home and the only family that I know. True now and these people. And killing Grenzeldeck seems the best way to do that. So you're really here just to wipe out a threat to True now? 
Yes. Oh. The threat to true now will never end. But at least you can stave off some death for maybe a generation. All right. All right. If it's a revenge you're after, then revenge you can get. I will give you back your weapons. And I will tell my troops to let you go unmolested. But here's the problem. Right now, we basically only control the outside portion of the fort. Inside, it's ogres and giants. And I don't know what's going on in there. I sent spies in three days ago. They've never returned. So if you're going in there, you're on your own. I'll let you through. I'll tell you as best I know where to go. I even have two guards protecting Grinseldeck. And I'll pull them from their post if you give them the sign when you find them. Mm. Where she's holed up now, who knows, upstairs. But she's inside. She's inside. And I have two guards. I'll send word to them. And when you show up outside the door, you tell them the safe word, and they will let you right into her. <laughs> New England clam chowder. <laughs> Is that the red or the white? <laughs> I never remember that. What's, what breed of giant is she? She's a hill giant, obviously. Hmm. All right. I'll pull the bodyguards. I'll let you into the fort. And you do what you say you're going to do. And you leave me the fort at the end. With all its riches. I've got... No ogrekin, no ogres, no hill giants left. And I let you on your way. We shake hands and we walk away. I have one request. You let Umlo go now. What well, is the problem, dwarf? The only thing preventing my men from an all-out mutiny is the sport of bear baiting. So unless you want to take his place in the bear baiting pits... He's all I got. Don't be asking for too much, little man. But you do what you say you're going to do. I'll let you take any filthy dwarf you want out of here. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gave it a shot. You, it can, tell, try. you, you can tell he grilled. I fought real hard for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we went for hours. <laughs> he got really mad. I, I don't know. <laughs> he, said, he said no. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. 
Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. So what's your plan? Well, you're going to let us into the fort, right? Yeah. And then uh, rendezvous with this, these spirits. Deal with them. I have no idea what it's about these spirits. My men always talk about these these uh, strange things they've seen, noises they've heard, visions they've seen. I don't believe in any of that. I believe in the gods. I believe in Gorm, but I don't believe in any of that nonsense. I think it's an excuse not to work. That being said, you do whatever you have to do. Just wipe out the threat and give me back the fort, and I'll let you go in there, fully equipped. Here. He uh, opens up... uh, like a tarp that he has laying, and it's a bunch of equipment. He's like, there's your dwarf friend's equipment right here. You do what you're supposed to do. I'll give him back everything. I'll let you guys walk right out of here. Just give me this fort. Why do you want it? The world is changing. There are giants and orcs worse than I've ever seen banding together. And I just want a place that's safe for me and my men. I want to be able to live here and thrive here in the middle of nowhere. I have no designs on your true now. I have no designs on anything but living and thriving here. Can I do a sense motive? Sure. Me too. 28. Not 28. (laughs) Uh, I got an 11. 15. So, Galabras, you sense that, like, he really does just want to have this place for himself, but his motives may not be completely altruistic. Right, right. Like, it may be a vengeance against Grenseldeck because she may be promised something to them and didn't deliver, and now she's sulking in there because of the attack on Trunau failed or whatever. Like Achilles in his tent. Um, So maybe like he scoffed at Lork saying that it was all about vengeance, but maybe it really is all about vengeance for him. Hmm. This guy is a piece of shit. Yeah. And, you know, can't totally be trusted, but he's definitely going to let you through. But we don't get the sense that he is going to try to use it as a base of operations for a war against the Knights of Ozum or Trunau. Knowing what you know... They, they don't have the manpower. Right, right. You know? Yeah. And wiping out half of this camp by wiping out the, the giants and the ogres would leave them even less prepared to do so. It would take them years to be able to recruit enough orcs to build up an orc army to take over Trunau. So if if what he's saying is true, um, you guys doing this for him, even if he decided... A couple of years from now, you know what? We should take over the rest of the Holden Belks and take over Trunau. You would never be able to mobilize. Okay. Um, so you would save Trunau. I want to ask him. For the time being. How did you and Gransledick get together? What was the plan? Gransledick, as I told you, has fallen from grace, for lack of a better word. With whom? With herself. And since she decided to stop being a leader, this place has fallen apart. But when I met her, when she came to me, 
and other orc tribes in the area. She had promises of great things, that we were going to be part of this huge army that would take over all of this area, all of the holds of Belkson and beyond, and eventually all of Galarian would be ours. But it's just not true. So all I can do is survive, because the woman that came to me and seemed like a leader has failed, and now she's got to go. Have you ever seen her fight? How is she on the battlefield? She's a giant. She can handle herself. But right now, you're going to catch her at her worst. If the four of you and this animal are as good as you say you are. Don't talk about Rourke that way. (laughs) (laughs) If you're as good as you say you are, you should have no problem with her. But she's a giant. How many does she have? I know you got 30 plus. This is one of the reasons I sent some of my men in there. To spy. To spy and they haven't come back. Lord knows, these stupid ogres. Honestly, I believe the ogres are the ones that have caused all the problems. The giants and the orcs, we had some problems, but we were living in some semblance of harmony until Sulky McGee went into her bedroom. (laughs) Sulky (laughs) McGee. But these ogres, they are disgusting abominations. They are depraved creatures, it is true. You have a couple of options. I can let you in the front door, uh, as it were. Uh, over the Barbican, there is a, uh, a bridge that leads basically into the fort itself, into the front courtyard. Uh, there are ogrekin that patrol there, so you'll have to deal with them. Uh, but my men will let you in freely. Or you could go this way, and he pulls back the tapestry on the wall, and you see that there is a passageway behind the tapestry. Oh, wow, behind the poster. And he says, when I came here and set up my quarters here, I must have been here months before I discovered this secret passageway into the fort. I walked in and immediately was struck by a portcullis. And he shows you his hand, and like two fingers are completely gone on his right hand. Luckily, I pulled myself out of the way, but I lost two fingers in the process, and I never went back in. So that room, that passageway, may lead into the fort, but it's most likely trapped unless I set off the only trap in there. So that's one way. The other way is the front door but that's going to arouse just as much suspicion. Just as much suspicion? <laughs> probably, probably probably a little more. More. Secret even. entrance. More yeah. suspicion. <laughs> much more suspicion. <laughs> All I, right, give us our weapons, and we'll talk. We'll discuss what we're going to do, and then we'll be on our way. All right, he uh, peeks his head out, motions to the guys. They come in. Start handing over weapons in a pile. You guys sort out all your weapons and get everything back. Um, Lork's gonna say through the secret tunnel. Yep, Della agrees. Just pick yeah. one. She likes the shadows. Yeah. Never met a shadow she didn't like. I'm I'm absolutely with that plan. Uh, my only two thoughts are that 
I want to see if Ingerhild would come with us, but I think she wants to stay with her brother probably now that she's found him. Um, and I also want to know now that we have orcs permission on our side, if we should think about resting. Good point. Good point. Well, if we if we rest, Umlo fights hmm. maybe more than once. Is that a risk you're willing to take? It's true. He he knows what he's signed up for now. Galabras is. How are you doing? With, with ex- well, I only have one instance of bit of luck left today, and I could. I have spells that I've expended. I. It, be, I, I, it could be difficult to fight in a fortress full of augurs and giants without uh, our full capacities. All right. Can we impose upon you to rest up, gather our strength, let the spellcasters pray, so that we can go in full strength against Grenseldeck? Otherwise, what's the point of the mission? Right, right. From what I understand, you came in over the uh, western side of the fort. Sure, it doesn't take an idiot to realize those huts are empty, yes? Yeah. They're empty for a reason. It was a brilliant idea to set up all these huts to make it look like we were much more fortified than we were. Mm. I'll tell my men to keep you, keep off of you but you're safe in there. We won't touch you, and they'll never know you're there. Don't light any fires, and just keep to yourselves and be quiet. And when you're ready, you come see me, and I'll let you through the tapestry. Uh, Would the timing work out so that we could rest and then go during the fights? Uh, Yeah, but I mean, you already have the orc. The orc's not going to bother you, so... Giants aren't seeing right, but just a little less sound and stuff like that. And I, and I guess oh, sure, I, I'm, sure. I'm also just asking just to know what the time is. Like, I, I did you say we arrived at like afternoon? Yeah, the fights had just gotten over, so I guess yeah. So the the next round of fights are going to happen at night. So if you guys go there and settle in and rest, we'll be resting overnight. You'll be resting overnight, so he's going to fight at least once, and then you. Well, was, no, no, no. I'm confused. I thought that he already. I thought he fought during the day. He's fighting twice. Okay. Yeah, she Drogia said like they're coming back for him at night. Oh, for the night shift. For the night shift. Now they may not work doubles. They may not fight twice twice every day, but like he's trying to put as much distraction in these guys as possible. And this is all that this is his only solution. All right. Um That's fine with me. So yeah, if you guys want to go rest, you could come back and do a clandestine mission mission in like twilight. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. All right. And then probably at some point in the middle of your mission, depending on if you guys rest again, Amal will go in for a second round. Let's do it. Maybe. All right, so you go back to the huts. Guys, rest. Gail, could I impose upon you to mend my scimitar? Oh, yes. Uh, And I do. Excellent. And Um, did you have any channels or or heal spells left? Yeah, I've got all my channels. Okay, so could you pop Uh, me with a a channel? Yeah, yeah. Here I am. Uh, and then Lork is going to, uh, as he goes to sleep tonight, he's going to pray to Gorham for guidance in battle because he knows it's going to be a, a red day. Red day. I like that. Eleven. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, eight. Uh, Thirteen. All right, cool. I, uh, are we back in the tent? 
Yeah, so you guys are in the tents. It's it's getting dark now, so you can't see your hand in front of your face unless you have dark vision. Uh, he told you specifically don't light any fires, but uh, what do you guys want to do to sort of steal yourselves and prepare for battle? I let uh, Ingerheld know that what the plan is and how we're going to get her brother out and that I'm sorry I couldn't get it done any sooner or in any other way. She said, do, do you want me to go with you? I... I, I, I trust this woman. I trust Droja. I, I can I can go with you. I, yeah. I promise I won't be a, a hindrance again. Now that you know your brother's safe, can you assure me that you will only do what you are told once we're inside? Yes. Yes, now that I know he's safe. I, I'm with you 100%. Sense motive. <laughs> <laughs> Detect alignment. <laughs> but still curse. Uh, I did actually. <laughs> I did actually roll twenty eight. Yeah, no, she's she, you. Real. This is the most confident you felt. Like she just wanted to know her brother's alive, and now she wants to show you what a badass warrior she can be. Because she also knows the faster you guys complete your goal, the faster Umlo is going to be. Yeah. Free. Yeah, yeah. If you know, assuming right. you told her about your conversation with Kargak. Yeah, yeah. And whatnot. So she's Kargak in it to win it. General Kargak. Kargook. Kargook. Uh, all right. Played by Ron Perlman. I say we show the rest of these uh, <laughs> tall folk how dwarves get down with giants. Yeah. Ready to go? Let's do it. All, all right. right. Twilight? Twilight. Oh, I ask, um, sorry, last thing. Sorry to do it. <laughs> I asked Roja if she has any potions we could take. It's not crazy. Got to do it. <laughs> she says, "I I had potions." <laughs> you do have a potion holder in your belt. That's true. It's can... a magical potion holder. It's where I keep my potions. I can I can heal you uh, with spells, but the potions that I have, I gave to Umlo, and wow. he hid them in the bear pit, and that's what's keeping him alive. If it ever comes close to death, he told me he hid them behind some rock in the bear pit. So unless you plan on going there. I'm sorry, I, I cannot uh, give you a point. I don't need that fucking sass, Roja. <laughs> sorry, I'm just being straight with you. <laughs> Unless you plan on going there. I'm not even going to save you anymore. You've been waiting for us all your life. Uh, all right, so Twilight. Guys are fully rested. Galabras has meditated. Della has uh, taken the time she needed to sort of regain her spells. Lork has... Uh, Cut poop out of Barry Connick Jr.'s fur. <laughs> hey, I prayed to Gore for uh, guidance in battle. And prayed to Gore and whatnot. And Baron uh, sharpened his gun on a whetstone. <laughs> As is per usual. Sharpest uh, gun in the West. <laughs> you see Ingrahild just practicing. She's got her uh, battle axe and her war axe, and she's got them both on her back, like in an X shape, and you just see her practicing, drawing both of them. Drawing both of them, like just practicing battle. You feel very confident. Della dances a little bit Hill. in the morning. She gets up and does a little, does a little, a little bar as you, as you do. Galabras has a raging erection. <laughs> well, I am. No. <laughs> Wait, I made it clear. No, I am fascinated by it. I'm like, wow. She reminds me kind of of Antonio. Sorry, it's my holy symbol. 
Is that a holy symbol in your pocket? <laughs> Dallas reminded me of Antonio Banderas in the 13th Warrior, where he's like the only scimitar fighter that's like besieging all these towns with these classic <laughs> With these warriors. barbarians. I think yeah. that's the second yeah. 13th Warrior rest- reference. It is. Yeah, we yes. made one way long time ago. Long time ago. And uh, I probably will cut that one too. We're having fun. All right. Uh, Lord, so you guys, gonna, uh, so you guys make your drink. way there in the twilight. Um, there are not as many orcs guarding him at this time. Uh, so there were eight before, there's four now, and they look at you just sneering, but they know the deal. Um, can I say how cool it is that like, we are now walking around like this fort that yeah. like, you know, you flew over and I was like, oh, we're going to have to fight our way from there to there. And if we're ever outside, we're going to be, have to hide from hut to hut. And we're going to, you know, now we're just walking through. Yeah. Now we're just knowing like, we're there and there's nothing they can we're do. We're just walking it. like a reservoir dogs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, you know, it's so quiet at this time of night. Like if you ever walked home at 5 AM, you know, it's got that stillness. Uh, Some tells me you've done that a lot. Troy. And you, uh, <laughs> It's an example night. based on true story. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing uh, practicing for, to get in the mind of my character. Yeah, right, story. right. <laughs> uh, so you hear the water lapping against the dam, which is only about you know 50 feet away from you. That that dam, you see water trickling over it, but uh, that's off in the distance. Uh, and more orc huts uh, are ahead of you, and you see orcs milling about. Um, but the four guarding General Kargik's tent. Uh, stand aside and let you in. Kargik uh, is uh, inside the tent and he gets up from his bedroll or pile of furs or whatever. He looks a little groggy and he nods at y'all and uh, pulls the tapestry aside and says it's, uh, it's close quarters in there, single file. And I don't know what's in there, but uh, <laughs> good luck. <laughs> he puts his hand on Lork's shoulder. Gorm be with you. Oi, thank you. Luckily, I happen to worship the goddess of luck. Ah! Butterfly boy. So he pulls the tapestry aside, and behind the wall is another wall five feet away from you. So there is a five-foot space directly in front of you. A corridor that goes to the left, a corridor that goes to the right. And who is up front taking all of this in? How's your, uh, how's your trap finding? Uh, I don't have trap finding. Do you have trap finding? I do not. <laughs> um, it is darkness. Uh, I have dark way. vision. And, do I have dark vision? You're a half orc. You should. I, or is it low light vision? I, I never think you remember. and Baron have, I have dark vision. Dark vision. Yes, I do. <laughs> Yeah, so dark vision and I have an eleven perception for finding traps. You have a higher perception. The yeah, two should be. Up that's front the same as my perception, and my stealth is a nine. Um, you call it, Grant. Uh, you want to be first in line or second in line, or third in line rather, behind Barry Connick Jr. Oh right, I forgot about that. <laughs> it's damn, first or third. Forget about that damn bear. Uh, it's whatever you'd like. As long as you don't go ranging so far ahead of us. <laughs> yeah. I go 200 yards ahead. Uh, all right, Lork will, Lork will go first, and uh, he'll start, if you want me to, uh, perceiving for tracks and traps, um, however you want me to do it. Let me explain to you what you see. You look to the left, hallway, ending maybe 15 feet away, but five feet away is a portcullis that is down. 
Got it. Most likely the trap that cut off uh, right. Johnny Cake's hands. To your right is a wall that's 10 feet away. Ends. You don't see anything. So to the left, the hole goes 15 feet to nothing with a porculus five feet away. To the right, 10 feet away and a hallway and you see nothing. That is what you see. Uh, can I roll survival to uh, see if there's any tracks in here? Um, actually, you know what? I just want to move toward the right, checking for traps first. All right. So, so the gonna, right is where the, the opposite way of the portculus. Right. So you're going to step in and look to the right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you step in. And roll the perception. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved your face. You're like, look, right. died. Uh, 24. 24. So you're just looking at that five foot square in front of you. And the walls and ceiling kind of around. Right, it, right, right. Know? I don't want a porculus falling down on my hand. Who does? I need my fingers. Not in this day and age. Uh, what'd you roll? Uh, 24. 24. Uh, it seems perfectly fine. Uh, all right, then I'm going to keep going. Uh, to, you know, uh, to the wall. You step forward. And all of a sudden, shoom, right on the spot. You didn't see it. 24 was just not enough. Oh. Roll a reflex save. Oh, Lark. Lark! Uh, 22. Ooh, that should, that should do it. You're fine. Oh, oh wow. You jump. Oh, you jump. Uh, shuddered. Back. Yeah. As this porculus goes, boom. The same porculus trap that took off two of Kargik's fingers would have just taken <sighs> off maybe one of your legs. If he didn't tell me, I probably wouldn't have had, no, I wouldn't have had any warning. This is the sound of all the dice that I was about to roll oh, for the Jesus. damage. Whoa. Uh, so now this area is closed off, so too. So now you're closed off there as well. Uh, can I do a perception for, uh, if, or can I try to lift it? Yes, yeah, it has a, uh, you can lift it. You can lift left or right. You think it's going to be tough. It's going to take a really strong half-orc. Um, <laughs> so since you guys don't have one of those, you can try, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. All right, um, well, I'm just going to try once lifting it. Just you can also try to break it, but it's, you can tell this isn't the iron grate out in the latrine. This is yeah. much more. Yeah, first I'm going to just try to lift it. Six. <laughs> you, lose a, you lose a finger. Oh, man. <laughs> man. All right, so you were trying right or left? Uh, right, the one that just dropped the down The one that just dropped, yeah. You're like, you, it feels like it's impossible to lift. Um, all right, as I'm walking back to the left, can I, and I'll, I'll ask um, Baron to do this as well, is like check the walls for a secret entrance between the two porculuses. Okay. Oh, yeah, remember, stone cunning is in effect. Susie, stone cunning. Right. Give me a roll. I'm going to use the neon green dice of Troy. By the way, we never asked the general to mark our map, which I feel really stupid for. <laughs> I did. You did? Oh, no. I asked her. I asked the oracle to mark our map. Yeah, but I mean, he, he's pretty clear. He's, spending, he, he's sending spies he, in. Yeah, he doesn't he know. He doesn't enough. know what the yeah, hell's yeah. going on in there. Ooh. Ooh. For perception? Yes, perception is stone cutting. Uh, so you walk 28 in, with stone cutting. 28 with stone cutting, and you, you feel those walls in front of you, obviously, the two are trapped, and... You don't detect any secret doors, but it doesn't make sense to you as a dwarf why you would have uh, an empty hallway trapped. Right. So you would think this is, you, you're feeling these walls and you're like, I could build a secret door here if I had the time, but there's nothing in front of you. Are there any mechanisms which are visible to us that would lift these portculuses? Uh, no. 
What about the ceiling? Is there any openings in the ceiling? Where they came down. So if there is any but sort of between mechanism. them, in the 15 feet between them, there's no, it's just bare, clean ceiling? Yeah, bare, clean ce- ceiling. And this thing was like disguised there. And just, All right, maybe the left one isn't as stuck. I'm going to try yeah, to try give it a we? Can we situationally boost this by using like leverage from a pole arm or some other weapon? Like the way you jam a lever underneath something to lift it. Right, I hear you. Give it, me a lever long it, enough. It's still ultimately going to be a, a strength check, but you guys can aid him on the strength check. You know, All of us can aid him. Uh, we, you know, we it's a five foot uh, uh, corridor, and ultimately he's just lifting it. But if, let's say you want to wedge something under there, and you guys are all going to push. Well, let on. me just try it once. Okay, you try, can retry yeah. it. Let me just try it once. Maybe I'll roll a natural twenty. Uh, Seventeen. You you pull it up a little bit off the ground. Oh, so it moves. Yep, and uh, it's just all right. So you're you're like, not strong enough for it. Hmm. Baron, help me. Simple machines. All right. Uh, so should I just roll a straight up strength or try to help? Uh, you try and lift it? Yeah, I'm not I'm going to have to roll a natural 20, basically, with a zero right. strength. Can we just take 20? Uh, take 20 on a strength check. I mean, can't, I mean there's uh, nothing yeah, I mean, you really guys pressuring are us out right there. now. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. pressuring you. Um, we yeah, can, take 20, and what does that give you? It's as uh, if you rolled a 20. And right, and but what's his strength bonus? It would be a 25 with my plus three and his plus two for the aid. Still doesn't. Oh God! Oh, you like you can you, you're getting it up and you so like, like you can working, almost working. hold it there, but like you know that if someone tried to walk through while you were holding it, you would drop it on them. So you're like, I mean, inches away. Can we? So basically, get- let's say that through trial and error and taking your time, you guys can choose to go left or right with Lork doing the lion's share of the work. You guys are going to have to run through in order to get there before Lork can drop it and go around. So you have to decide which way you're going to go, left or right, and you have to just run right in. Last question. Can we dig under them? You cannot. Stone. Okay. Uh, okay. I vote, I vote left. All right, I like it. Um, yeah. Left. Can we see on the map where we are and which way left and right will take us? Sure. So looking at the map that you guys got from Calrian, it looks to the left... Uh, you know, that hallway ends, but on the other side of that wall is what looks like a, a circ. It looks similar to the latrine, actually. Now that you've been to the latrine, it looks like another water situation. A small circle in a room with double doors leading out to the main courtyard. Uh, to the right, where the trap just almost fell on Lork, uh, again, a wall that doesn't lead anywhere, and it looks like it leads to a just a room that has stairs that probably lead up. So maybe it's a guard tower mm. or something. Mm. And that also has a door leading to the main courtyard. So if either of those hallways end in a secret door that like what, what Baron was looking for, they're ultimately going to take you to the same place unless they have other stuff going on. Mm. Well, I mean, one of them has stairs going up right. inside. The other one doesn't. I think that we go right. I, I say yeah, right. I yeah. agree. Yeah, it gives us more options. We yeah. don't have to just go into the courtyard. And if, presumably, I'm looking at this map. Maybe those stairs will lead up this this bridgey thing, or is that a wall that leads across here? Uh, without knowing the uh, the the map of the upstairs, uh, it's probably going to lead up to eventually the the curtain wall, like where you guys were before, but on the complete other side. Mm. Uh, all right. But so so sure. Lork can lift it up. All right, so if Lork lifts it so up. We take all this time, Lork can lift it up and people can like slip under. 
Is yeah, that people can slip under, and then at the last minute, lore can let go, and you're all going to be kind of crammed there. Technically, you're not allowed to do it, but like, I'm going to let you do it. You just got to decide who's running forward and, and doing a perception check on this wall. I'll do it. Baron. All right. So Lork <laughs> lifts up the portculus, and, and Baron, Baron slips under. runs through. Okay, so Baron, you run through. Heedlessly. Heedlessly. <laughs> and as you step on the last space before the wall. Don't I get to? Okay, whatever. A scythe comes through. Oh my God. This is why I wanted to know who was going first, because because you guys don't have the strength to do this, you ha- it had to be a quick sort of thing. So the first person to go was going to get had attacked to, to by dive this under. Because you don't have time to be like, hold on, guys, let me just check this, if, see if there's traps. You have to just run through, and unfortunately, there was a trap there. A wall scythe comes through, 30 to hit. Oh. <laughs> don't I get a reflex save? Uh, unfortunately, with this one, you don't. But... It's also not as brutal. It does hit you um, for 10 points of damage. Good. Fuck. Just God. the scythe comes out of the wall, just <laughs> rips your duster. A chunk of your duster comes out and it takes off like a, goes right into your side. 10 hit points. Baron! You're right! And now you're in front of the wall. Roll perception stone cutting. That's a 21. Secret door. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. There we go. There so we go. You just move it open and all of you start, run, 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 avoid the trap. <laughs> you guys run through and uh, Lork drops the, the porculus and runs through as well. <laughs> Jeez. And grabs his I thought you were going to make me do one more. I was like, please yeah. don't make me roll to slip under it because I will fail <laughs> and I will be on the other side alone. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, gosh. I mean, the, the penalty really was first man in is going to get attacked. Right. And unfortunately, it was Baron. Well, Baron uh, the Bold. Baron call him. the Bold. Uh, well, he's definitely not Baron Redheart, according to Droja. Mm. Uh, that burns so much. <laughs> all right, so now you are in another room. As expected, it is a guard tower. Hmm. Very sparsely furnished. Uh, clearly two stories, as you can tell from your map. There's stairs going up. Um, you can already see, looking at the stairs, there's arrow slits looking out over the moat. So they're, you know, they're using these, or, or the, maybe it was once used when it was actually Red Lake Fort, uh, to protect it. Um, but this one is empty. Uh, perception? Sure. It's on the room in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, 22. 24. 16. Uh, 15. Della and Lork both see uh, tracks going up and down, um, but not out. I'm sorry. Did they roll survival check? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's technically. Uh, technically, you should have rolled survival. Yeah, but, you know, perception, you're, you're looking, you were looking specifically for tracks. You see tracks. Well, survival, you can tell what kind of tracks they are. Survival. Damn it. <laughs> uh, 19 Badger uh, tracks I'll, I'll, roll, I'll, I'll roll survival Benverine <laughs> He's here He's here I know he, it He yet lives Yeah so you guys don't, there's, They're humanoid tracks uh, And they're going Up the stairs And You know That's it Just up the stairs And back into this room But not out Into the courtyard Well I think we gotta go up And take a look See what we can get See what we can see Out in the courtyard Yeah I'll go first. I can. I'll go invisibly if you want. So you're thinking about going upstairs, and you Della wants to go invisible. 
Like, you want to go invisible out in the courtyard? No, no, up the stairs. Up the stairs. You want to go alone into the courtyard, invisible, and then go visible? So Della bursts through the door into the courtyard. (laughs) Well, she's invisible, but she's alone in the courtyard. Guys are the worst. And then you go visible? (laughs) Della, roll six fortitude (laughs) six. Let her climb the stairs. Uh, (laughs) All right, uh, (laughs) ten crossbow attacks. All right, so Della, you want to climb up. Yeah. All right, you got to vanish. I'm going to vanish. I'm use the wand. Vanish. You walk up. Uh, uh, what is it called? A switchback? Or you go to a landing, take a right, go back up another set of steps, and you are in the upper guard room. Hmm. Uh, I think it's just called a stairwell. A stairwell, yeah. I was, I, I, sometimes I try to over-dramatize yeah. nothing. <laughs> right. You walk up one set of steps. <laughs> landing. It appears to be stairs. You take a juicy right. <laughs> walk up seven more wooden plank steps. No. Yeah, you go up the set of stairs and you're in the upper level. Uh, and this is the upper guard room. The first thing you see is a splendid view of the countryside. I mean, you are up oh. there, so you see... Down, you know exactly where, like, right beyond that tree line is where we fought the patrol. Belkson's like, best views. Belkson's best <laughs> views on uh, Yelp. Um, so you're up there, and there is a door to your right and a door to your left. But right now you're in open air just looking down at the countryside. Now, if you look sort of down into the courtyard, the way it's built... You don't have as good of a vantage point, but you see um, the same hill giant that Galabra saw when he was flying around, maybe going in and out of sleep on top of, on the same level as you are, but like in the middle of the fort, atop Hmm. of like, so imagine this courtyard is split right down the middle. There's the western portion, and then there's the eastern portion, if you look at your map. And then between that is a bunch of small buildings. On the upper level of those buildings, right in the middle of the fort, there's a hill giant going in and out of sleep next to a bunch of rocks. Galabras saw this when he was flying around, okay? Mm -hmm. In the courtyard itself, to the left, you see the entrance to the bell tower. Okay. The thing (laughs) that... Droja told you that's where you can communicate with the Blix uh, spirit. Spirit, <clears throat> um, but around the corner you can't quite see what's going on. You hear screaming. Oh shit! Of uh, uh, sort of, it's not a human scream. It sounds like it's in terrible pain, and you see a large body, kind of around the corner. You can't see it because it's hidden by the the keep jutting out in the southwestern portion of the fort. But you hear screaming, painful, awful screaming, and you see a large body that's got to be some sort of giant or ogre uh, around the corner. But from that vantage point, you can't quite tell. Door to your left, door to your right. You see the door to the bell tower, and you look behind you, and there is where you guys came when you approached the fort. No, no guards, no nothing. No guards. Survival check on the ground. And then you can see. See if there, this is a used area for surveillance. Sure. You see footprints, but you, seventeen. Yeah, you see footprints, but it, you know, it's they're used, but it's not like a million different footprints. All right, so I crash down, let the, the vanish expires, and I I call the others up. I whisper down. All right, so you guys want to come up? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she calls it up. All right, so you come up and you see the same sort of scene. There's a hill giant 
X amount of feet away that you can't quite. Uh, Lork is like seeing a giant oh. in range. He's like, oh my god! He's oh. like ready to shoot. It's basically sleeping. Oh, how far away is it? We could pump it full of arrows. The giant, uh, the hill giant is. 30 something feet away but it's not easily accessible you'd have to go I'd either have to fly or go into the courtyard got it to okay. get to a staircase to get to that giant so it's I mean? on like a roof it's on the roof yeah okay we could pump so, so we so it's on the roof of the buildings to, in the middle do we have to now go in the courtyard i mean is that the only well if you're trying if you want to get to the bell tower where droja said communicate with the spirit you've got to you're going to go through the courtyard i mean Della saw the door, uh, but now there's some sort of situation over there. But, but we have to go in the courtyard to get to the situation too, right? right? And so, what option is not to go in the courtyard? There was another, there was another door up here, wasn't there? Uh, oh, you had a door to your left and a door to your right. But I mean, and then this is what we see out in the open. Ultimately, if you want to follow Droja's advice to get to the bell tower, you're going to have to go to the courtyard. So whatever's happening there now, you're going to have to deal with. But you might have the drop on them. Uh, but you do have a door to your left and a door to your right, and also downstairs is the door leading directly to the courtyard. Um, should we look through these doors uh, real quick? I say ch- let's check the doors. Okay. I want to go. I want to go against the bell tower, but I don't and then and then get the drop on them. I want to get the drop on this hill giant. Yeah. Well, well it's but, but there's a situation with screaming is the other situation too. Yeah, I want to get the jump on that too. I mean, we could. I want to get the jump on anything. I can get the <laughs> jump is, on. Let's all get all our right, jumps uh, on. Can I, You're a jump getter. Can Lork open a door? Sure, left or right? Right. Okay, so you open the door to the east, and it is uh, a 15-foot, 10, 10-15-foot 10, wide uh, walkway curtain wall. Same situation as the door that Baron opened a couple episodes ago when you guys were in the barracks room and decided to go left up. Same sort of thing. It's just a curtain wall. It's just a little bit longer. Leads to another door that looks like it, that, that door opens into another guard room that eventually leads to the Barbican and wherever. Mm. So know, it's like the, the, it leads, it eventually ramparts. is going to lead to the front door. It's but the there's ramparts no, without it's the ramparts. being able to see outside. Yep. Okay, so let's go to the other one. Other door, it's just uh, the top of a wall. No doors uh, anywhere. It's just there because they need to build the wall all around the fort. Wow. Makes sense. So it's like a, uh, a 20 by 10 foot Walkway atop walkway the wall? Walkway atop the wall. Okay. That ends in another wall that's abutting the keep. Okay. Right. But it overlooks the, the outside? Yeah. yeah. So courtyard it is? Right yeah. up against the keep. Find the, find right. the screaming? Well, so. yeah, it's twilight. Uh, it's getting a little darker. Let's, let's, go to the, let's go to the courtyard and follow the screaming. After yeah. midnight, we're going to go to the courtyard. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So you guys head downstairs. Yeah. Uh-huh. Open the door to the courtyard. Stealthily. Stealthily. <laughs> Roll a stealth check, Della. Uh-oh. Stealthy McDella. Twelve. Oh, boy. Oh, Wasn't a good roll. You said you wanted to be stealthy. Let me just grab my neon. Oh, uh, no, 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 Not yet. I like to roll all my perception checks with a Save that for attacks on Galapagos. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. <laughs> Natty six. Okay. Oh, yeah. right. Stealthily open the door into the courtyard. Oh my Whoa. God. This is clearly the inner ward. Why is it the inner ward? Because to your right, you see a portcullis that is down. 
that leads to the front courtyard. So if you had walked through the front door, quote unquote front door, you would eventually get down into the first courtyard. In front of you are these buildings, no, who knows what's going on there, uh, and on the roof of which is the hill giant that's going in and out of sleep. But to your right is a portcullis cutting off the two courtyards, but you're in the inner ward. Mm. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Check out the map. Uh, open courtyard, overgrown with thick vegetation, and there is a flight of stairs climbing up, leading to an entrance to the keep off to your left. Mm. So there's a flight of stairs leading up to a landing, very similar to the way station at Cowrian when you guys met Cowrian. Yeah, yeah. There was a flight of stairs landing and like a mini little drawbridge that led yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, same same sort of kind of thing, except this leads into a keep. Right. And the drawbridge is down. Okay. But oh. around the corner from there, Della knows, and you guys who took a peek, there's some other business going on over there. What is it? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe just go for the keep. Well, I want, well we want to get to the bell tower, don't we? By the way, the screams are much louder now. I want to, I want to know what this is. Yeah. Is this Howrax again? I'll, I'll go invisible. Get are you going on with Rag? <laughs> I'll vanish and check it out. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Troy, uh, hate this ability. I'm concerned for your safety, Della. All right, I think now, you're being how many times reckless. can you use vanish? I'm day? using the wand. Oh, you just boom. Wanding vanish. Yeah, I mean, I, okay. which means I have to refresh it if, right. if, it's, if I'm going for longer than, a, you know. So you just want to go over there and take a peek. Yeah. All right, so you wand yourself. Vanish. Tiptoe through the tulips. Past this staircase leading up to the keep. You see the entrance to the bell tower. 20 feet away where Drozhan wants you to go. But as you turn the corner, the screams are getting louder and louder because you see four ogres huddled around an orc, and they're tearing him limb from limb and torturing him oh my very God. slowly. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh. This is new to Della. Yes. Yeah. I come back and report what I've seen. What do you guys want to do? Did he look? Oh, oh, they're ogres? They're ogres. Oh, Lork is like... Let's go kill some ogres. See you next week. Oh, <laughs> oh man, I knew we were getting oh, close God. to shit. I know. God, I want to kill some ogres. Oh, I want to kill ogres so bad. Light like my scimitar. Not a week from now, now. <laughs> <laughs>Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.